truth.com. Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes along with Doug McCary here on this Monday afternoon. Hard to believe it's October 30th, but we are thrilled to be here and uh, would love for you to check in with us today. If you want to call 844-777-7928, you can also email us your questions as we work through Mark chapter 1 verses uh, I guess we'll get out of 14 and 15 uh, <laughs> eventually. We've been in Mark uh, 1, verse 14 and 15, I think, for about two weeks, but I'm loving it. It's been great. And uh, anyway, I uh, hope you will uh, stay tuned and uh, maybe even call in this afternoon. Doug, how was your weekend, brother? You know, the the weekend was good. We, was, we just kind of sat around and watched a little football. How about them Jaguars? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, they, they did you watch good. it? I did. did you, I did yeah. watch the game. It, it looked good to watch uh, them get that victory. Uh, I thought the defense looked really good too. Did you? Did I, I didn't watch a whole lot of the game, sadly. <laughs> but uh, I, I I had it on the radio running some errands, so I was kind of listening. That sounded good. I mean, yeah. uh, Frank Frangie and Tony and and Jeff all seemed to be uh, big on it. Yes, uh, it it was it was a. It was a good uh, good day for football, um, unless you were a Florida fan. I was going to say it wasn't a great weekend for, for for any of our Florida Gator fans, and we've got we got a number of those. Yes, uh, if you're a Georgia Bulldog, congrats. Yeah, um, you know the the thing in Israel. I don't know if you've been watching that uh, and and saw what went on in Dagestan, Russia. Did you see what happened over there? I did there? not. Okay, so it was. It was on the the news that they showed people storming the airport. Now, Dagestan is a Muslim area inside of Russia, and it showed people storming the airport looking for Jews. I heard about this. I was uh, no, I have not seen anything, but I did hear about that. Yeah, it is. It it was pretty horrendous. I mean, I I just want you to imagine for a second if you're a listener out there. And simply because of your your belief or your ethnic background, where you're from, people want to hurt you and kill you. That's what happened. I mean, uh, the uh, you know Dagestan, like I said, is it, it's 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 in the northern Caucasus. You know, they've all, Russia's always had issues with them. The Muslims they have terrorists mm. that come from down there, and uh, it's down uh, near the Caspian Sea, and um, it, you know, it, it is, it, it's in Russia, but Russia just kind of lets them do their own thing mm-hmm. down there now because they don't really want problems. But these people stormed the airport and it was awful. I mean, just to watch it made me really sad for any, it showed like Brad, they were going to apartment building or hotels. Somebody said they saw a, a Jewish guy mm-hmm. go into a hotel and a mob, because of social media that went out, swarmed on that hotel and started uh, throwing rocks at the hotel, asking the owner to send any Jewish people out to kick them out of the hotel. In fact, they put on there, you're not allowed to stay here if you're Jewish. They actually showed that sign. And 
I was just thinking about what's going on in Chicago and New York and uh, Boston and Tampa and Atlanta, you know, these protests against Israel. And did you know there was such hatred of Israel in our yeah. country? No, I didn't know that. It's it's amazing. Uh, these universities are this kind of – but uh, I was I was talking to Ray Strickland, Ray and Melissa Strickland, who run Co-Passion on Friday morning. We were talking about – you know what's happened on these universities yes and th- this generation uh has just been taught this kind of ideology and it is dangerous well absolutely and if you look next time you you watch the news and you see any um any protest out there take note of the americans and you can tell who the americans are protesting and their age, yeah. they're they're, they're yeah. all young people. Oh yeah, and they're young people that are caught up in it. And it was the same thing with BLM. Uh, it's the same thing with all of the protests that have been going on. And so um, it, it's just really it it's a reflection of the state of our country right now and where we are. When you when you start hating God. You, you you boot God out of all your institutions, what happens is this is what you get. You get a country that hates Israel. That's right. And, you know, uh, I promise you, if what they did over in Israel, they did in this country, we would unleash a lot of stuff on those people. And well, nobody, I would hope we would. Yeah, well, you would you think know, we would. Um, I mean, I guess that's, to me, what's shocking. Obviously, you know, uh, Great Britain, uh, France, they have a lot more population, Muslim population, than we do. Yeah. But as long as we keep that border open, uh, they're coming in. Mm-hmm. Don't kid yourself. Uh, we've got plenty of them here in our country, I'm sure. And uh, I don't know if you uh, listened to uh, the briefing this morning, but uh, Dr. Moeller, you know, as he always does, did a mm-hmm. great job kind of talking through the leftist ideologies yeah um you know and just how the war reveals the left's hatred of israel uh-huh. you know what i mean i mean yeah. ever since this war has started which has only been about two weeks it, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's, it has revealed the left's hatred of israel mm-hmm. and uh you know that's to your point i mean i didn't realize there was that much hatred mm-hmm. for the jews mm-hmm. so well i you know, I, I look at what's happening in our world. Everybody is talking about the rapture or the coming, you know, Christ mm-hmm. is coming again, the uh, the world. People, I'll tell you right now, preppers are prepping, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, people, are, people are taking note. And here's the interesting thing about Israel, where it's located. It is right in the middle, right? I mean, like, if you look all around it, the, right. the Muslims own just the them. whole area, like around it, and there's one little speck, but they can't stand for that to be not theirs. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, and so uh, I don't know if you uh, 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 listen to Glenn Beck. Uh, Glenn Beck had Max Lucado on. Uh, they did a podcast. I think really over the weekend. It was really really good really yeah i mean of course he talked about the end times and uh, just 
you know, that we're, we're to, we're to continue to share Christ. Have you seen the commercials they're running now, like uh, for David Jeremiah's the book on the rapture? No, so like, I, no, I haven't. I seen I kind of feel like going, you know, when it was back. You remember? I don't know if you remember back in Desert Storm, back in the nineties, early nineties, when with Saddam Hussein and Babylon, everybody was talking yeah. about that. And uh, anyway, but now you got Gog and Magog. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> got a lot. You got a lot. Got a lot of stuff happening there. Hey, uh, also. You know, one of the big news items, I don't know if you watched any of the reporting on uh, Matthew Perry's death. Apparently, he was a one of the people uh, from Friends, yes. uh, which so many people watched for so many years. And um, he struggled with addiction. And, you know, they showed a couple of his interviews that were like, you know, I want to help people. He he wanted to help people. He didn't like yeah. it, but um, he wanted to use this platform. But uh, apparently toward the end of his life, he kind of lost a platform. He lost it. Hmm. I don't know. They said, I remember they even had a gathering of friends. I feel bad for his family. You know, it showed his mom and dad going out there. Yeah, that life, that. Brad, is so tough on people. Most, I, I don't want to say most, I don't know that most, but a lot of people in that industry are addicted to something yeah you know yeah. uh yeah. and so it's really it's just sad uh because nobody really i, I was thinking of robin williams mm. you know his drug use and his uh struggles and uh it, it was just uh, that that's really sad yeah um yeah it was really sad but um well there's a lot on the news i mean goodness um I've I've had a chance. I didn't really know much about Mike Johnson, our new our new speaker of the house. Uh, have you you watched any of the stuff on him? He uh, seems yeah, to be so, very solid. He, uh, a lot a lot of the stuff he was calling for is biblically based values and trying to get some new uh, views <laughs> from the leadership perspective, um, which I think is good. My hope is is that whatever he's doing, he will stand for Israel and make that a strong priority for the House right now. Because right now, that is a threat not only to Israel, it is a threat to all of us. And what we're seeing, they need to be shutting down. Listen, you you don't have the freedom of speech to run into a crowded theater and yell fire. You can't do that. And... This idea that you you know you've got the free speech to say anything, anywhere, and create havoc, and the violence that has been associated with it now, not only in uh, some local places but uh, some other places, national places as well, where that's happening, and now you you even got one professor is saying that to call Hamas a terrorist organization is threatening. Uh, he says it's unsafe for universities to call Hamas attacks terrorism. Think about that. I mean, so what are what, what do they call it? Um, if it's not a terror attack, what is it? I I don't know how else. Lori and I were watching. Uh, I turned it on for her the other day. I didn't even know it was on there on our channel, on our our cable. We have a Israeli news station. Hmm. 
and we were watching it coming from them. It's very right. interesting, interesting to watch. Yeah. That's that's where I learned about this airport attack. It hmm. took here took it like twenty four hours almost to get on the news cycle here that that even happened. But that affects them. I mean, that's yeah. in their country, you know. I mean, um, but this ethnic studies professor out in uh, California at the University of California uh, demanded that they stop referring to Hamas that attack as terrorism. He, he, I mean, these are the people that are teaching our kids, you know. Um, and if you read some of the things that they have said about what they did down there um, and the people that have seen it, uh, they called it Holocaust-like atrocities that yeah. they did is one, what they said, the carnage. And they're using people as shields like that. It's just so beyond that anybody would be supportive of what they're doing there. Yeah. Uh, but but you know what? When you have a debased mind, when when you say that I'm a girl, when I'm really a boy, uh, when you, when you think that that is okay, then why wouldn't you right. say that, right? right? Well, and look at all the uh, look at all the supplies that made it to Gaza. Mm-hmm. I mean, millions and millions of dollars in supplies have been sent over to Gaza, and Hamas is just sitting on those supplies. Mm-hmm. They're not distributing them. Yeah. And this ought to tell you what they're about, you know. Uh, what, what, well, well, what's so bad is they were just indiscriminately going in and killing civilians, either with grenades, burning them, uh, shooting them. Mm-hmm. They, they were just, I mean, these people did nothing. They were just Israelis who right. lived down there. Right. And yes. so it, it was really sad. Yeah. And we need to pray for them. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the leaders of Israel. Pray, uh, pray for their salvation. Pray that God would use this to draw them to Him, yep. to the Messiah, yep. Jesus. Yep. You know. Yep. Amen. So. Glad you tuned in today. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you want to call this afternoon, the number is eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. You can also email us any questions or comments you might have to ask at SWATRadio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. 91 FM, The Truth. Look down from a broken sky, traced out by the city lights. My world from a mile high, best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop 
Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. All those people. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Glad you're joining us this afternoon as Doug and I jump back into uh, the Gospel of Mark. We're in chapter one. And uh, Doug, I, you know, I missed a couple of weeks, but uh, really enjoyed the study last week. I'm looking forward to spending a few days digging into this. On the word believe this week, yes. you know, well, just real quick, Brad, as a review, if somebody's tuning in for the first time, we, we've we been preaching the kingdom gospel on here and, and sharing the kingdom gospel um, from Mark, the gospel according to Mark. His gospel was the first written uh, gospel. It was written from Peter's account. Uh, of the life of Jesus, and it was written to encourage believers in Rome who were being persecuted. He's primarily focused on Jesus as the servant king, but he writes about the kingdom of God and discipleship. And Brad, the first verse in that whole letter, that 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 account, is so important because it it kind of it st- sets the the tone when he says the beginning of the gospel, and that word in the Greek is euangelion, of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And so you and I have talked about this word on air. for uh, When you weren't here, it was David talking about it. We've been kind of beating this horse up about this word euangelion because I had never... I mean, when I hear gospel, most people, when they hear gospel, they think either one of the written gospels or they think, oh, Jesus died for my sins, Mm -hmm. or they think I'm forgiven because of the cross. Or even just good news. Yeah, they think good news because they know that is the translation. But what I didn't know until I traveled over there with Ray Vanderlaan and heard him teach on it, that... Because and Ray's done so much historical study on the time period, not just of Jewish people, but of Romans and other people during that time period, that the word euangelion was a secular word. And it was a secular word that was used to describe one of three things as good news. Uh, there, there were many types of phrases for good news, but euangelion was limited to three. It was limited to announcing a new king or emperor has been born, a new king or emperor has been coronated, or a king or emperor has won a great military battle. Those were the only three instances that that phrase would have been used. And uh, Mark starts off his gospel with that. And it says the beginning of the gospel, and the word there is euangelion. And so... As, as we think about the gospel, and we've talked about this this summer with the kingdom gospel, with the, I'm sorry, the uh, discipleship gospel book by Bill Hull and uh, uh, Sobel's, it, it, Ben Sobel's, it, it's a great book for explaining this. I think it really helped you and I as we, it, it wasn't that yeah. we didn't know it. it, it was just that it helps articulate it, exactly. I think, really well, because the majority of our country, I believe, based on traveling around, talking to a lot of people over the years, has bought into, or there's a huge amount of people that have bought into a forgiveness-only gospel. That That is almost like a genie in the lamp mm-hmm. version of the gospel. 
because it's so limited and it's not what they would have heard when they heard this word. And so Mark starts off his gospel with the beginning of this. And we saw that that word for the Jewish person meant rule and reign of a Messiah, rule and reign of a king that would be a savior. In fact, one of the very first quotes I read was about Augustus, Caesar Augustus, because that word was used to describe Caesar Augustus. They found an etching that dates back to his time period, and it had the euangelion of Augustus because he's going to give people peace. There'll be hope and order and uh, peace. So um, when Mark uses that, he knows very clearly what it means. When Paul uses it, they all know what that word means to those people. So they were very clear in what they were trying to communicate. It was not just the good news that Jesus came. It was the good news that the Messiah King now rules and reigns, and he's here. And so we saw Mark share um, in chapter 1 about how Jesus was a different kind of king. He, uh, he was a king who identified with his people. He came to John the Baptist when John the Baptist was baptizing people to prepare the way, and he got baptized. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to be baptized. He didn't need to repent of anything. But he came to identify uh, symbolically with his people there and also to intervene. It, it said that when Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were being, present tense, torn open. And that was the beginning of the bridge he was building between God and man to, to, to go ahead and close up that relational gap that was there. Jesus heard God say, this is my son. That was a coronation announcement. This is my son. And uh, then we saw him go out into the wilderness and go against Satan. And three times Satan tested him. And three times he replied back to Satan with with, uh, the word of God. And we saw how he ensures hope for his people. And so uh, this, what we're going over today, the word believe, is part is third in this series of the kingdom gospel. The first uh, first uh, week we covered the kingdom of God in the different kingdom domains. Last week we talked about repentance and and what it is and what it isn't. And remember, we saw it's not just a change of mind about who Jesus is. Do Do you think that's a pretty common belief for a lot of people? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's you know, I've, I've been. I feel like I've been confessing since we went through it this summer. Yeah, uh, the discipleship gospel that oftentimes uh, we're we're sharing an incomplete gospel. Yeah, because it's not just saying, "Well, I believe in the facts about Jesus." Now, I I, I want to turn because I didn't believe, and now I do, and and we're, that's why that word "believe" is so important. Yeah. But the repentance is it's. It's, it's not even a desire for new circumstances. A lot of times people, quote, repent because they don't like the consequences of their choices in life. And so, but it's a completely new life that comes about because you've embraced the rule and the reign of Jesus and his, his death on the cross, his resurrection. It's, it's all of that 
but it's it is his rule and reign that's what they would have heard over your sin over your life it does include a change of mind which really means recognizing that up until that point you've been your own leader you rule right like burger king says you rule right and and you you own your sinfulness your rebellious attitude toward god it is a change of mind about that because prior to true repentance you don't really care yeah right yeah that's right but but after repentance you go wow i don't want to be like that i want god to lead me but that also embraces a change of heart it's agreeing with god about how evil my self-rule and sin is and and almost with this overwhelming sense of sorrow for both of them and then finally it's a change of direction that comes about because the holy spirit leads you to a surrendering of your self-rule to jesus rule and trusting him for forgiveness which results in a changed life so there is no christian life a true christian life without repentance yeah it can be yeah yeah. And, and and Jesus preached it, uh, John the Baptist preached it, the apostles preached it, Paul preached it, and boy, we don't hear a lot about repentance today, do we? Well, we you know, kind of chatted about this last week, that not only we don't hear a lot about repentance because we don't hear a lot about sin. Yes. You know, sin is not a popular topic in the pulpit today. Yeah. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, I mean, if, if we— even if you go back to your my earlier thoughts about the gospel that it's it's good news and it is good news um but it's only good news if i understand the bad news yeah yeah exactly and the good news is that we don't hear about is that there's a messiah king who rules and reigns over you that will bring you peace will bring you forgiveness but the forgiveness is not just to get you on a train to heaven it is to bring you into his kingdom to be his ambassador and priest what did paul say he's delivered us from the domain of darkness yes and transferred us into the into the kingdom of his beloved son well i i would love for you to read uh, Mark 1, 14 and 15 again, um, and then Romans 10 as yep. well. Okay. Yep. yep. Let's start with, uh, we'll go Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Okay. So, again, when he says repent and believe in the euangelion, he's saying turn and believe in the one who rules and reigns, King Messiah Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. All right, actually, Brad, go to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-6, because Paul brings this out yeah. as a first importance, <clears throat> and I think uh, when we talk about believe, it'll be important for us to hear this. Yeah, right? absolutely. 1 Corinthians uh, 15. chapter 15. Uh, now, I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you stand, and by which you are being saved if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures, 
and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. And then Romans 10, 9, and 10, I'll read, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. When we come back, we're going to look at this word belief. What, is, what does believe mean? What is the Greek word? What What would they have heard when they heard that word? Yeah. Right? Glad, glad you tuned in. Listen, if you want to call 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us any questions you might have. Ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Truth Radio, when we're sending Bibles to the world, here's Michael with the Bible League. Roger, this is alarming outside of the U.S. as many as 9 of 10 new believers in the regions of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America have no access to the Bible. Hear from Pastor Carlo. He is in South America. Everyone wants to read the Bible, but what happens, there are a few copies here in the area. Many of them will be sharing a single Bible. What's the problem here in America? Plenty of Bibles, maybe not a strong interest in reading those Bibles, but another parts of the world like South America. Christians, they're hungry. They're sharing Bibles just to be able to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. But I can tell you, we're so thankful at Bible League that Truth Radio and Bible League are teamed up to bless 1,200 Bibleist believers. And Roger, it happens with every call and with every click today. $5 sends a Bible, 100 cents 20. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or click the Bible League banner at ilovethetruth.com. There's some delays because of a crash on I-95 southbound before Butler Boulevard. Also, there's an accident on I-95 southbound at the Southside Boulevard flyover. And there's a broken down vehicle on the West Beltway, 295 northbound at Old St. Augustine Road, blocking the right lane. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 62. Tuesday, mostly sunny, high 83. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Glad you tuned in and joined us this afternoon. If you are new to SWAT, maybe you maybe you just stumbled across a couple of guys here chatting on the radio. Um, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And man, do we need to be advancing truth today. But uh, we're glad you tuned in. SWAT started the radio broadcast, started out of a Bible study. Doug's been teaching for, gosh, is 12 years. Is that right? Yes, yeah, sir. about 12 years. And, uh, I, I have the opportunity, as I'm sure you do, Doug, to share. Hey, how did you know what? How did SWAT? What is SWAT Radio? And to this day, you know, we've been doing it for seven years. Yeah, and uh, it's just a, a joy to get on here and talk about God's Word. Yes. Uh, even 
I don't know. I want to say even more fun when we have breaks. Uh, yeah. Know, we, we get <laughs> yeah. into some serious discussion, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and, you know, one of the things is we get um, – we get good um, guests on Thursday yes. from, from both local and around the, the country. And uh, Greg Kukul is going to be our guest this Thursday. And uh, if you remember, Greg uh, it wrote the book called Tactics. You know yes. that book? You remember yes, that? Yes, very much. And so, so. he is uh, going to be here uh, to talk. He's got a new book coming out uh, called Street Smarts using questions to answer Christianity's toughest challenges. And so uh, it, it just came out, and uh, I, I think you're going to love hearing from him. Uh, he's going to talk about the number one mistake that a lot of Christians make when defending and talking about their faith, which I think is yeah. always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And then the top three questions that are asked by people who would call themselves unbelievers or non-believers. Uh, and so I, I think that's that's will be helpful practi- practical oh, stuff for us. Right? That's what I enjoyed about his book Tactics, just the practical aspect yes. of sharing the gospel. Well, and t- to be honest with you, Brad, we live in a country where people have a want it now mentality, and it's no wonder that the gospel um, – the, the the forgiveness only gospel is so popular with people. Yeah. But let's let's go back and look at Mark 1, 14 and 15. But instead of saying gospel, let's use what they would have heard in Euangelion, all right, for that. So it says Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the rule and reign of the new king of God. And saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the new king, the, the rule and reign of the new king of God. Boy, doesn't that make a difference? Totally. I told you I told you last week on Wednesday after after the Bible study, we've been talking about you and Gellion for over a year. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, I know I'm slow. And I don't know why. It just clicked. Yeah about this aspect that you know the three elements of the euangelion but this one in particular is that not only has he uh, has there been a victory but there is a new king Mm -hmm. and uh the 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 bridge there of believe in the new king and the kingdom that has come well and so it's so important for us to grasp this because it really changes the way we look not only at his declaration of what the euangelion is but our response mm-hmm. to it mm. I, I at least for me it has sure. you know and so when we think about this remember in their culture a king's kingdom was where he ruled and reigned it was not just geographic it was where his will was obeyed gotcha and so, uh, and we talked about the gospel distortion of forgiveness only, um, but Jesus said the time is fulfilled. It is now. It is it is that time, a fixed point in history, and he says it's here. Repent. We talked about that last week. This week, we're talking about belief. Well, what is that word believe there? What is it? 
that the same root word for believe is the same word for faith. So wherever you see faith or wherever you see believe, it's the same root word. It's the word pistuo, the pistuo, or, and it comes from the word pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. And here's the thing about this word. It means to believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance. Now, when we think about believe, what do we think about in our culture? Really? I yeah, mean, I think it's uh, tends to be more facts. Did did this even happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, we. Yeah, we I, I believe that happened. I believe he existed. Like George Washington. Exactly. I, I believe. Right. I, I believe in George Washington, but you don't have a complete trust and reliance on anything that George Washington has done for you, right? I mean, like right. you're not you're not trusting him to do it. It's like. This chair sitting over here in the studio, I've used this before. I can say, I believe that chair holds me up. Well, in the, I, I believe that'll hold me up. Well, I can say I believe it. That's a, that's a confession of it. Mm -hmm. But to, to give you the essence of what the, the Greek word pistuo means, it means that I actually go sit in the chair so that that belief shows a complete trust and reliance yeah. in that fact. Yeah. And well, so and Jesus is inviting you to come. Yes. So there's an invitation. Well, there's, you know, there's a declaration and there's an invitation to come. That's right. And the declaration was the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. And so when you think about like, you know, I was at this, uh, uh, this luncheon today. Um, it wasn't a luncheon. It was just a meeting of, of, faith-based initiatives in the state. And one of the stats, Brad, was that 70%, over 16 million people in the state of Florida profess to be people of faith in God. Do you do you believe that? I believe the statistics. I don't believe uh, – we, we'd have to get some definition on what but, it but means. But do you understand why? A, yeah, but, right, but, right. but at least 16 million people have responded positively – to the fact that they have faith in God. Right. Well, they believe in God, but are they executing a complete trust and reliance on that belief? In other words, when they wake up in the morning, do they acknowledge him? In their day, do they acknowledge him? Do, I, I would have a hard time believing that 16 million people get up every day acknowledging that God is there. They depend on him. They exercise mm -hmm. complete trust and reliance. And we're not talking about perfection. I mean, just generally throughout the day wondering, okay, I should or shouldn't do this because this either is uh, the path that God would have me be on. Mm -hmm. They give him deference. Yeah. And so, and I know that sounds like, uh, you're talking about works and obedience. But here's what John the Baptist said. In John 3.36, John, the gospel writer, is quoting John the Baptist as he's preaching. And what he says, everybody knows what he writes in John 3.16, right? Right. It's that God so loved the world. And he's writing in John 3 about John the Baptist there also, but in John 3, 36, he says this. 
Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. In other words, whoever has complete trust and reliance in the Son has eternal life. But whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. So he's tying in disobedience with unbelief. In fact, uh, Lori was telling me she was doing a study last week, and she looked up the word unbelief, and it's the same thing for disobedience. Hmm. So that's why they can use that word there. So John the Baptist preached true belief, this extent of complete trust and reliance in whatever the object of your belief is. Jesus preached it. We saw it in Mark 1, 15. Mm-hmm. He says, believe. Yeah. Over in Luke 24, when on the road to Emmaus, Brad, he's with these two disciples who've given up hope. And he said, oh, fo- you foolish of heart, slow to what? To pistuo, mm-hmm. to have complete trust and reliance. Right. They had been given the they had been given opportunities. They had witnesses that told them, Yeah, we saw him. Right. And they didn't believe right. him. They left discouraged because they didn't really have complete trust and reliance. Jesus himself uh said it in John 3 16. He also said it in John 14 1. Remember, the disciples were all discouraged, and he said, Believe in God, pistuo in God, pistuo also in me. Yeah. And he's talking about a complete trust and reliance. The apostles preached it. Uh, we saw that in uh, John 1.12, where John writes, to all who believed, he gave the right to become children of God. And then Paul, over in Acts 16.31, when uh, I think it was the jailer said, hey, what do we have to do to be saved? He said, what? Believe. It's the word pistuo. It's mm-hmm. that same, have yeah. complete trust and then paul wrote about it in romans 10 9 and 10 so they preached it and when we come back if people want to call in because i think this is worth having a discussion amen amen call us at 844-777-7928 844-777-7928 love to hear from you give us a shout If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. 
happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, serving Kings Bay at 91.3. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Glad you tuned in this afternoon. If you want to call in, we'll take your calls during this last segment, 844-777-7928, 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us also at ask at SWATradio.com. So, again, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about the word believe, which Jesus called anyone that wants to follow him to do to repent believe and follow and uh you know we we made the comment at the beginning that belief and faith is the same root word it's the word pistuo which comes from pistis which means a uh, to believe something to the extent of complete trust and reliance and so if brad and i were sitting in here and somebody ran in the hallways and said, hey, there's a deadly virus that has been found in the building. You need to evacuate right now. If we said we believe it, we would get out of the building. Yeah, action. I mean, yeah, there would be an action, a, 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 something that would would be demonstrative in our life that shows that that belief is real. That's what that word means. And so... You know, the Gospel of John, Brad, in John 20, 31, it says, this was written so that you may pistuo that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. And that pistuo is, if you if you put that definition in there, and, I, and I've been doing this a lot lately, I think it's very helpful for us because in the Greek, they're very specific about words. Where I, And... In our language, believe can mean a lot of things, you know, but, right. but they're specific. So if you were to say so that you may believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by having this complete trust and reliance, you may have life in his name, 
Boy, that doesn't that change that it, a lot? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, and and I, I look at that and I think, I don't know if it's just our culture that we've we've so gravitated to the simplistic, the and, and listen, the gospel is simple enough for a child to grasp. Mm-hmm. But a child trusts in ways that you and I don't trust. We get yeah. too comp- we get too sophisticated to trust like children. Yeah, right? and I like your illustration even about the building. You know, if, if you knew there was something hazardous in the building, if you knew it, that's a, there's an intellectual aspect of it, but then there's a belief aspect. And like you said earlier, I think the there's a disconnect there in that we we have tended to think that because we know something to be true that's the same thing as belief yes it's not the same yeah and in fact you know when you you think about the word faith if if you when you say the word believe you should think about faith because faith means that that it's it's not just believing facts about something but that you're actually um you're, 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 there's a, there's a commitment to whatever you're believing right, in. Right. There's a, there's a, there's some kind of buy-in on your part that, yeah, this is so true that it affects my life. And, and so, like I said earlier, if you believe in George Washington, if you ask, let's, let's say if you just went out people on the street and you ask them, Hey, do you believe in George Washington? Most people would just think you're asking, do I believe that he was real and that he lived in the country? And you say, yeah. So that's, but, but if you say, do you have faith in George Washington? Well, I would have faith in him. Right. He, he's not here. He lived thousands of years ago, but what about all the people that followed George Washington into battle? They had faith in him. Yeah. yeah. And the difference for you and me is we have faith in Jesus to lead us into the battle of everyday life, right. to lead us through the thick and the thin, mm. all that stuff, if we truly believe, right? And so that's what we're talking about. Um, if, if, I bet if you did a survey and you asked people, hey, do you think it's un, do you believe it's unhealthy to eat donuts? You know, you're not, I was talking to you about this <laughs> earlier. If you asked me, I'd say, yeah, but I eat them because I like the sugar. Right. More than I believe it's unhealthy. Right. Is it really unhealthy for me? You bet. But man, I, it doesn't impact my life to have that belief. And what the belief talked about in the Bible, the pistuo is, man, I'm relying on that belief yeah. to do something for me. Yeah. I, I wrote in my notes, what am I to believe in? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the faith aspect, what, what am I to put my faith in? I, I like the fact that you, you pulled out Romans ten nine, which says because if you confess with your mouth, so there there's a confession with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is King, mm-hmm. and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you'll be saved. Mm. There is a, it. It is not a works. It is the works that come out of that belief. Mm. How, how how would you kind of how would you describe how would you explain that because obviously you know we we hear it often 
you know, isn't that kind of a work salvation? Well, and, and that's what people say. But here's, let me take you to a biblical verse because I love using the Bible to, yes. to, to deal with these questions. So James 2.19 says, and I'm going to use what it says. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the definition of pistuo because pistuo is the word used there. So you, <laughs> it says, you believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance and they shudder, right? Do you know how you know the demons believe to complete trust and reliance? When Jesus came to them, they begged him not to cast them hmm. into into the sea. They they said, "Don't don't just command us to go to the." Have you come to torment us before the time? And they begged him. That shows they know who he is. And they entreated him. They they begged him not to do something because they knew he had all authority. Most people who say they believe in God do not show that kind of deference to him. It says they shudder even. And, and so when you think about, do you believe? Um, I mean, the demons believe. Well, and that, this whole section is about a dead faith. It, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It, it's about a dead faith. So, it, it, yeah, faith without works is dead, right? Right. Um, so, in the Bible, faith and belief a lot of times are kind of used interchangeably because it's the same Greek word. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the translators translate it belief. Sometimes they translate it faith. But it is the same word. It means to believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance. Right. And which so, is obedience yes uh and, and and so for most people in our culture we've been led to believe no pun intended that it's just accepting the facts that mm -hmm. jesus died on the cross for my sin yeah i believe that yeah why wouldn't i believe that yeah you know but you're telling me i have to make him lord I have to make well, him you don't king. make him Lord, well, but, right. but when yeah. you when you repent, yeah. you are acknowledging you're no longer your king. Right. He's in his rightful place as king, and you believe in the resurrection. And tomorrow, Brad, we're going to jump into what that means, what Paul is talking about in Romans 10, 9 and 10. We didn't get to get into it today, but we're going to we're going to. We're going to get into that tomorrow, Romans 10, 9 and 10, because he says there, and a lot of people have taken this out of context. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from your dead. So people think, well, okay, just pray this prayer with me. Right, exactly. Oh, I believe it, but but it's not the same. In fact, Brad, that passage in Romans 10, 9 and 10 is a quote from Deuteronomy 30. Right. And we're going to look at the background of that tomorrow because anytime a, a New Testament writer is quoting from the Old Testament, mm -hmm. you need to go back yeah. to see the context of what he's saying. Yeah. He's not just saying, confess with your mouth. He's taking those listeners back to that passage in the Old Testament. That's what he's doing. Yeah. And he's wanting them to go. 
And what Moses is talking about there is believing with your heart and soul. If you believe in Jesus with your heart and soul, it's going to change your life. Yeah. It, it, it can't not change your life. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to the Shema too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right. I, I mean, if you really love him, you'll obey him. You'll obey him. That's what yeah. he says. He yeah. said that, yeah. not us, right. right? Yeah. And he gives us the power to do that. Yeah. He? But he has to be Lord. He has to be king. He is king. But we've got to we got to surrender to that. We got to come under that. Yeah. So to believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance is the word that Jesus uses there when he says repent and believe. Amen. Hey, listen. Glad you tuned in this afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope you can join us. SWAT Radio. Check out all our past broadcasts at SWATradio.com.